Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. Trade, trade, trade. That was the message earlier today when Vice President Mike Pence visited R&J Johnson Farms here in Glendon. Before we get into anything, that I first wanted to say thank you to the Johnson family for hosting Vice President Pence and allowing, obviously, all of us to be there. It was just a perfect day to be out on a farm and then on sort of the cherry on top, then you've got Vice, the Vice President of the United States hanging out there with us talking ag. It was fantastic. You're going to hear from Ray and Ryan Johnson in just a few moments. But to give you an idea of today, very, very intimate setting. And it was kind of nice because Vice President Pence, he's from Indiana, looked super comfortable, looked at home, being on a farm. And just to remind you, because Mr. Pence, or Vice President, excuse me, took a lot of pride in this. There were some outstanding future farmers of America at the event today. So whenever he was got a chance to visit with them, uh, he would always remind them, where again? Where's the future farmer of America's headquartered at? Well, it's in Indiana. So he took a lot of pride in that. It was a great, great day. The reason he was here, there's a few of them, but he wanted to talk about the USMCA trade agreement that ultimately could replace NAFTA. The USMCA is the United States, Mexico, Canada agreement. And the main reason he chose Glendon, Minnesota, not just because RJ's got a beautiful farm there, Johnson's, but also because it's the congressional district for the chairman of the House Ag Committee, Congressman Colin Peterson. So Vice President Pence figures, hey, let's go to the chairman's district, let's get him to put some pressure on Speaker Pelosi and finally bring this deal to the floor so we can get it ratified to give our farmers, rural America, our ag guys, a win. I want to share with you what some of what Vice President Pence said earlier today as he was talking about Chairman Peterson and the importance of getting the USMCA on the House floor and through Congress as soon as possible. Uh, Congressman Colin Peterson is a vitally important leader in the Congress of the United States. You know, before I was uh, Vice President, before I was Governor of Indiana, I was a member of Congress for 12 years. I actually served on the Agriculture Committee with Congressman Peterson. He's a good man. And he's now the chairman of the House Agriculture Committee. And, and I'm here to call on Congressman Colin Peterson, who supports the USMCA, to call on Speaker Pelosi and tell her to bring the USMCA to the floor and bring it to the floor soon. And so I wanted to come here to Minnesota and particularly to my friend Colin Peterson's district to encourage him to tell his leadership in the House the time has come to vote on the USMCA and give Minnesota agriculture, the people of Minnesota, and the people of America a great, great victory. Okay? You with me? Uh, I think we all, including obviously every farmer, would love a big victory right now, Vice President Pence. I did reach out to Chairman Peterson's office, and, and they saw that clip where he was very complimentary about Chairman Peterson. I wanted to get a statement about that because before Vice President Pence was going to be here, we were going to have Chairman Peterson on because he actually held a hearing earlier today about the ag economy. We have not received that statement yet, so when we do, obviously, we will let you know. But the key thing there from Vice President Pence, he mentioned the word victory there at the end. The question that you've got to begin to ask yourself is this. Will Speaker Pelosi bring this trade agreement to the floor and allow a victory for President Trump. We all know it's going to be a big victory for our farmers, and they need that victory right now. The question is, will Pelosi give a victory to President Trump? Because also we know that 
hey, it was rural America. It was farmers that helped put President Trump in the White House. And so what's happening right now is Speaker Pelosi, even on Tuesday, said, look, I'm not bringing this thing to the floor in any way, shape, or form until Mexico changes some of the labor laws and how they're going to enforce them. Well, I mean, how are we going to make Mexico do that, right? She knows that if she can hold this thing up, she's going to create more pain for the farmers and then thus possibly flip their votes. And I got to tell you, I spoke with some of the farmers there today. You get the sense from some that their patience is beginning to wear thin with President Trump and that a deal, some deal, whether it be USMCA, something with Japan, with China, which we're going to talk about in a moment, some deal's got to get done because coming up in 2020, if it doesn't turn around, if you watch Point of View regularly, we had Chairman Peterson on and he said, hey, Chris, if you think things are bad now in the ag economy, if prices don't go up soon, we ain't seen nothing yet. And that's Congressman Peterson, the chairman of the House Ag Committee. So obviously farmers are going to vote via their pocketbook sooner rather than later. We've heard Secretary Perdue say, hey, look, we know President Trump. We know that our farmers are great patriots. Unfortunately, you, <laughs> you can't call up the bank and go, hey, I want to cash my patriot dollars today, right? They still have to cash their checks too, meaning the bank. So Hopefully something's going to get done. If you can, reach out to your uh, congressional people, your U.S. senators, put some pressure on them to finally bring this thing to the floor and see a win for ag, for our farmers, and really for the entire country, the United States of America. Now, speaking of China, that did come up uh, later. I'll get to that in a moment here with Vice President Pence. But I want to bring this up because, as we all know, the China delegation is now in Washington, D.C. tonight at 12.01, at midnight 01 tonight. Uh, these big tariffs could go into effect if there's not a deal done, and that doesn't sound like that's going to happen. So it sounds like these tariffs are going to go into effect. And here's what's interesting. There was a tweet put out earlier today. He is the editor of what's called the Global Times. It's basically Chinese state-run media. But I want to share with you what he tweeted out this morning. He said, today, I asked one uh, from the Chinese side who knows the trade talks well how many possibilities there still are to reach a deal before Friday. His answer zero. If it's that bad, the real suspense is whether the two sides will continue negotiations after Friday. Well, this afternoon it was revealed by President Trump that President Xi from China has sent President Trump a letter, said, hey, we do want to work together. Let's try to figure something out. So we'll see where this thing ends up. I bring up the China piece because when Secretary Perdue was in Fargo just a couple weeks ago, there was conversations about the trade assistance or what's called the market utilization program. They've done one now up to this point. Is there an appetite for a second one? Well, according to Secretary Perdue, he said, man, right now, guys, I wouldn't count on a second trade assistance program. I don't think that's going to happen. Since these uh, tariffs have been announced by President Trump via tweet, I reached out to Senator Hoban's office to get his comments on it. He says he has been fighting for a second round of trade assistance, uh, if need be, if these China talks were to stall. So uh, earlier today, which, by the way, Senator Hoban has says he's been in communication with the administration, obviously part of that being Vice President Mike Pence. So today I asked Vice President Pence, hey, if for whatever reason these China trade talks were to stall, is the administration, are you considering a second round of trade assistance programs? Here's what Vice President Pence had to say. China trade deal takes longer than you, than you anticipate. Would you guys consider implementing a second trade assistance program this year? Well, let me say again, uh, the, the Chinese delegation has arrived in Washington, D.C. 
those negotiations are ongoing. But as President Trump has made clear, we're, we're prepared to continue to expand on the tariffs that we've implemented um, because things have to change in our relationship with China. I mean, China today is, is fully half uh, of our international trade deficit, and that doesn't even account for issues like the intellectual property theft and forced technology transfers and, frankly, all the things that really work against American workers in the city and on the farm. So we're going to take a strong stand, we're going to make it clear to them we believe we're in a strong position either way, but, but we're going to continue to drive forward. And, and if we have to go the tariffs route, if we have to expand tariffs to reset the balance in our relationship, you can be very confident uh, that President Trump and I and our entire administration are going to look for ways to provide additional support to American farmers that would be impacted uh, by the negotiations or uncertainty in our relationship with China. So and those discussions have already taken place. So you heard him there say, hey, those discussions have already taken place. That's in part because of Senator John Hoven. You could tell at first, though, he didn't really want to answer that question. And he came around and said, hey, we are going to find ways to obviously back our farmers. And I think it's a good idea. And I know farmers, they want trade. They don't necessarily want aid. But the point is, if we can say, hey, look, we are going to do whatever it takes to keep our farmers whole, I think it gives President Trump and the administration more leverage with the negotiations with China to show, look, we're, we're willing to ride this thing out. Whatever it's going to take to make sure we change the dynamics between the U.S. and China, we are willing to make those and take those steps. All right, I had a chance to catch up with the owners of R&J Johnson Farms and a couple gentlemen that are farming it now, which would be Ray and Ryan. Ryan, his son, is his son, by the way. Had a great conversation with them just about having the vice president of the United States on your farm. Here's some of our conversation. Well, we just wrapped up here with Vice President Pence at R&J Johnson Farms. I'm with Ray and Ryan, the owners of this farm. To both of you, first off, thanks so much for having us out here. We really, really appreciate it. Vice President of the United States on your farm. How you doing, sir? Uh, I don't know. Pinch me. Is it, <laughs> did it happen? Did it really happen? <laughs> this was great. This was great. The event was, uh, it was truly about agriculture. And we heard from everybody when we all have similar stories, whether you're directly on the farm or Main Street business. And uh, we just need to improve and get this revenue back up so we can all stay in business. We need everybody. We need everybody to stay profitable so we can keep our communities thriving. Very well said. You had some private time with the vice president. We know that China's in town. He's here to talk about the USMCA trade deal. I'm sure all your buddies at home are going, hey, do you have any inside info on these trade deals? <laughs> so did he give you anything? Or? Well, yeah, he, you heard what he gave me. What you heard is what I heard. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, so for you, Ryan, you know, you're, you're getting into this business. I don't know how long you've been doing it now, but to have the vice president here, just your takeaway from today as well. Yeah, it's been a whirlwind of a week, and... Well, it's just time to get back at it. It's, it's good to see the community come together and be able to talk to somebody of that uh, that standing and let him know what's going on on the ground. And I think he took it in well and understands. Yeah, he, you know, that's one thing. I was talking to your wife. He, he really seemed like he was at home because Indiana Roots were showing up like, hey, I get this equipment. I get what we're doing here. Oh, absolutely. Uh, in the shop, I mean, it was just like he was a neighbor and he came over for coffee. It truly was, and, and we all understood the same language. I it was awesome. That. I got to ask you this. I think many people are wondering, how in the world does something like this come about? Does, does the vice president office call you a week ahead of time, or how does this whole thing transpire? 
We got the call Thursday night from Farm Bureau. The vice president's office reached out to Minnesota Farm Bureau and said, we want to do an event by Moorhead, Minnesota. We have held regional events here before um, for like water quality. And so they called, they had a short period of time to find a place. Well, they didn't have to make a second call. So we accepted. That was last Thursday. I think it was 12 or 14 agency heads were in the shop 10.30 Saturday morning and well, now they just left. Thanks again to the Johnson family for sharing their beautiful farm with us today. And again, it was just a, it was just a great day to be out there. I also caught up with the Minnesota Farm Bureau president, Kevin Papp, to get his thoughts on having the vice president here and anything may have, he may have gleaned about the trade talks and what's happening. I'm with the president of the Minnesota Farm Bureau, Kevin Papp. Mr. Papp, great to have you with us here today. Your thoughts on uh, having the vice president here in Glendon? Oh, it's a great day. Anytime you can have any elected official or administrative official uh, hear about agriculture, hear about the importance of trade and how we need to get things done is a good day. Your thoughts on his comments about uh, Chairman Peterson? Obviously, it sounds like Chairman Peterson, we know, has got a lot of power with ag. Can he move the needle with Nancy Pelosi and what Vice President Pence had to say about uh, Chairman Peterson? Well, it's no secret uh, Chairman Peterson has been a champion for agriculture for many, many years, and he can get things done. We saw that with the Farm Bill. We saw that on a lot of other things, and, and we know that he supports it. So we need to continue to make sure those questions are answered from all of our elected officials on both sides of the aisle and make sure they see what the benefits are and the importance of getting this done sooner versus later. So hopefully uh, the chairman will, uh, will reach out to uh, everybody that will listen and continue to work for agriculture. That's uh, what he's done in the past and we expect him to do in the future. You know, there's still some uncertainty about the United States, Mexico, Canadian trade agreement. I, mean, I don't know if everybody knows exactly what's in there. So help people understand if this thing does get ratified, what does it mean for Minnesota farmers? Well, it, it, it's, it's an improvement for Minnesota farmers. Uh, some will say NAFTA was not good for some parts of some segments, and that is true. NAFTA was very good for agriculture. We saw exports quadruple under NAFTA. Um, we eliminated most tariffs under NAFTA. But what this does is it improves, it modernizes NAFTA. It gets into things like biotechnology. It fixes some of the problems with NAFTA as it has to do with wheat grading, with dairy and poultry, as we think about class six and class seven milk. So it's really an improvement onto NAFTA and an improvement onto many other issues, labor issues, other industries, and things like that. So we're gonna to continue to push with our Minnesota delegation, Republicans and Democrats, to let them know how important getting USMCA done is to the state of Minnesota. I know you got to spend some time one-on-one -on -one with Vice President Pence. Did he give you any inside scoop on these China trade negotiations? We're uh, negotiating it hour by hour, and, and they're working hard. We talked about a, a mutual friend. We've got Ted McKinney, Undersecretary for Trade, and who I've known over 35 years, and is, was the Commissioner of Agriculture for Governor Pence in Indiana. We've got a team at USDA, USTR, um, second to none to fight for agriculture, and we want to help in any way we can. I want to get your take on this too. I did get a chance to ask him, hey, if this China trade deal stalls, uh, would they implement a second trade assistance program? Secretary Purdue was in Fargo a couple weeks ago, said, hey guys, right now that's not on the table. It sounded today like Vice President Pence was at least open to that. 
Are you open to that? Would you think that's a good idea? Well, I think the most important thing is we talk about negotiating and let's get something done. If we need plan Bs, let's worry about that if trade talks fall apart. But let's keep everybody at the table. Let's get USMCA done. Let's continue to negotiate with China and let's move on to Japan, Cuba. There's a lot of folks that want our products. Anything else you want to answer? I think it's just really important that uh, we make sure everybody understands how important trade is. You know, we talked today, 60% of the soybeans we raise in the United States are exported. We have to have that export market. Trade is critically important to our economic success. Boy, I don't know about you, but I love that shot right there. It's got the flag, it's got the equipment, the blue sky, the climate, that was just fantastic. Also, I did get a chance to catch up with some future farmers of America. A couple family farmers from Badger, Minnesota, from Ada. Uh, we will put those interviews up on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV now. So thank you for all of you that were out there today. Thanks for your time and the insight as we had a chance to visit with many people at today's events with Vice President Mike Penn.